start stupid. You're not going to know everything. You're just not ever going to know everything. So if you get frozen by trying to understand and know everything before you start, you'll never get going. So just get your feet in and start. Jump into the water and you'll figure it out. Welcome, fellow entrepreneurs, to the Entrepreneur Adventure Podcast, where we talk about Amazon Wholesale and how you can use it to build an e-commerce empire, a side hustle, or anything in between. And now, your host, Todd Welch. All right, what's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneur Adventure. We have a really good one for you today. Today, I have on Don Hennig. He is the co-founder of Akrumi. He's the president of Propsy as well, which is a real estate application. He's got a bachelor's of business administration and finance from Hofstra University. He's built the sixth largest wholesale mortgage lender in the nation. He's been responsible for over $150 billion in mortgage financing easily, he said. So he's got a lot of history and a lot of knowledge on financing businesses. And that's what we're going to dive into in this episode is financing your Amazon business, because as we're growing, it can be very difficult. So Don, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Why don't you dive a little bit more into your background? Because you've got a lot of stuff going on. Sounds great, Todd. Thanks, man. I'm, I'm excited about this. And by the way, I love the name of your podcast. I think it's fantastic. Appreciate it. It is an adventure being an entrepreneur. It is big time. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I started in the business world in banking, but I was bored. So I studied the stock market and I studied uh, estate planning and I did all different things that you would want to do if you were a financial planner. I did it all on my own and I became a a licensed financial planner uh, and started my own business and Built it pretty big, you know, bought my first house, first new car, all that kind of stuff, which was great. Uh, you know, but then I saw an opportunity was happening. It was one of the first refinance booms in the mortgage industry. And I started getting asked questions about real estate and mortgages, which I didn't know. So I went out and I learned them and I studied it and I started a mortgage a mortgage company and I built it uh, to one of the largest in New York State at the time and sold it 10 years later. Uh, I quickly jumped into another business I had started, which was a mortgage broker franchise. It was never done before. And we built it to 765 companies nationwide and sold that. Uh, And I took some time off and decided, what do I want to do next? Well, I love being out on the fields with the kids. You know, there's nothing better than that. So uh, I, you know, my son and daughter were into soccer at the time. So I started a soccer publication. And became the uh, official publication for the New York State Soccer, uh, which we built it to 100. And when I say we, I was the only employee, the only guy, uh, 165,000 copies of a full newspaper. This is, you know, just when the Internet was kicking off. Mm -hmm. And uh, so 165,000 copies per month. I sold every ad, got every picture, got every article, did everything, distribution, made a lot of money with it. And I sold that. Uh, so a lot of different things. I started a, uh, uh, I got back into the mortgage industry and built the sixth largest wholesale lender in the nation and the fifth largest direct to consumer na- lender in the nation. I started a uh, uh, um, uh, entertainment company at the same time, 
built it did eight feature length films with the biggest name stars from Tom Cruise on down uh, and uh, plus the Broadway show Rock of Ages, which I believe we ended up as the 26th longest running play of all time, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, you know, just did a whole bunch of things, got into the fix and flip world and bought 300 houses and flipped them all in 18 months. Uh, you know, a whole, whole bunch of different things. And a couple of years ago, I was talking to a friend of mine from the mortgage industry from 30 years ago. And we started talking about Amazon and Amazon sellers. And uh, this just leads into the beginning of a crew me. And then I'll, you know, I'll shut up and <laughs> see where you want to take this. But, you know, we started talking about it. And I love helping entrepreneurs grow businesses. I especially love helping young entrepreneurs grow businesses and mentor them. So it really caught my interest. I was retired for five years. And now, you know, I had no desire to get back in. But this looked like too, too exciting of an opportunity. So we came up with this idea of a crew me, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And I came out of retirement to do this. Uh, it's that exciting. So I'll stop for now. <laughs> yeah, very, very cool. A lot of great things that you, you've done in your past. Uh, I'd like to get your idea or your opinion on, because a, a lot of people say, you know, you got to stay focused on only one thing. So do you agree with that? Or do you think it's okay to do lots of different things? Did you do one thing at a time? Tell us a, a little bit more about your thoughts on that. For the most part, I did one thing at a time. And for the most part, and I'll give you a controver controversial thought on this. I believe men really should stay with one thing at a time, but women can do multiple things. It's just the way it is. I've seen it too many times. Women can, you know, multitask and men, you know, I don't know why, but I, I know I can't, can't do it. No, but, what, what, but what I found, Todd, is that let's say I'm running two different businesses. As long as I focus on this one and this issue, whatever it may be at this time, I'm good. And then, you know, uh, you know, box it, if you will. And now at noon, I'm going to flip over to this other company. And I'm not looking at this company at all at that point. I'm now 100% focused on whatever the topic is there. And, you know, everybody will know my schedule at that time. And, uh, you know, we know when we're going to talk about this topic or that topic. And I am not going to talk about this and that at the same time because it gets confusing and I'm not going to be good. And I like to be creative. I like to think about things and sit back and say, how can we do this differently than anybody else has done? You know, and, and that's really a crew me. We came up with that. But I've done that through my whole career. How can we do this differently? How do you start an entertainment company with you know, very little money in it with just one partner, myself and a partner, and build it to eight feature length films, again, with all the biggest name stars and a big Broadway show, starting from scratch. How do you do that? You just start. And I, my, my statement on that, Todd, and that you might appreciate this. I bet you a lot of people appreciate this. The statement is very simple. Start stupid. You're not going to know everything. You're just not ever going to know everything. So if you get frozen by trying to understand and know everything before you start, you'll never get going. So just get your feet in and start. Jump into the water and you'll figure it out. People uh, in the Amazon world have that problem that holds them back because they're like, okay, 
I want to start selling on Amazon. And then they're like, but how do I run advertising? How do I optimize listings? And how do I get exclusive agreements? It's you haven't even started selling yet. None of that right. matters. Learn the next step, then the next step, then the next, and the next, and just keep building on top of it. Exactly. And it, it, speaking of that, and speaking like the wholesale uh, model, you know, well, I, I called 10, 10 suppliers and they all said to me, they don't want any more Amazon sellers. Mm-hmm. Oh, what am I going to do? No, call 10 a day, you know, you know and be, be focused on this. If it's difficult, that means that's where the gold is. Yeah. So go and do it. Work harder than anything and stay focused on that one thing because that is the gold, as you know. Yep. And uh, are you familiar with Pat Flynn? I am not. Smart Passive Income. Um, definitely check him out. He's pretty awesome. Smartpassiveincome.com. But he's one of the guys who kind of uh, helped me. You know, he doesn't know who I am, but. His uh, podcast and stuff uh, gave me motivation and things. And one of the things that he talks about is, uh, I don't know if he calls it the 80-20 or 75-25 or something, but he's like, you know, work on your primary source of income, like four days, five days out of the week, and then take one day to work on something that is an interest that may or may not work. uh, But that gives you the kind of, you know, you can shift your thinking for a while, work on something else, that shiny object, so to speak, uh, but then it. get back and put all your attention on your primary focus. I love it. And how many times will that shiny object become your pr- primary focus at some point in time? If you give it that shot and give it that, you know, that focus for that one day, if you will, uh, you may find that that is so much more exciting than the one that you're spending five days on. Yep. I love that. That's a great idea. For sure. Uh, I'm curious, though, how did you go from mortgage and finance to making movies? You know, I had invested in a Broadway show. And, and when the Broadway show was closing, it was a great show. It was a lot of fun. We really just enjoyed the whole experience. When the show was closing, I was standing out on uh, Broadway and one of the main producer came up to me. We were standing next to each other. And he said to me, hey, Don, would you like to invest in, in a movie? And I was making a lot of money at the time, many millions. And uh, I said, sure, that sounds like fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. And I said, but wait a minute, how do you make money? And, I, and before he could answer, I said, I'm guessing that as a producer, when I invest in this movie, you're getting some percentage of that. And, you know, you need to get me to invest in more movies so that you can put food on the table and pay your rent. And he said to me, these were his exact words. He said, I can't believe you're saying that, but you're absolutely true. You're absolutely right. So I said, so why don't we do it differently? And again, it's freezing cold. We're standing out there with a hundred other people. You know, it's like a family, you know, it's our, like our last meal. I said, why don't we do something different? Instead of me investing in the movie, how about I invest in you? I said, what do you mean? Well, instead of me putting this amount into the movie, how about I I put like five times that amount or 10 times that amount into an account? And this way you get paid every week. You never have to worry about your rent and putting food on the table. And we start a business, but we never ask somebody to invest in something unless we we firmly believe it's going to be gold. And he said, that would change my life. And I said, well, let's change your life. And he and I are still good friends and, you know, we've worked it and 
he's still in that industry. I'm not. And uh, it was great, great experience. Loved it. A lot of fun. Yeah, those are the, the kind of fun things you can do when you have success, right? Uh, getting it, it's into true. the movie industry and things like that. It's a, that. That sounds like it'd be a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I have to tell you, it wasn't very profitable, honestly. We did big things. We met all these fun people, you know, sitting next to Tom Cruise, re- reviewing what we just did and all that is a lot of fun. Um, but more than all of that, the parties that they throw in the entertainment world, <laughs> they're unbelievable, ridiculous, a lot of fun. Yeah. So, yeah. One of my passions is uh, a horse racing. So with the funds that I make from the business, some of them, I'd like to eventually buy into a horse and, you know, go for the Kentucky Derby and stuff like that. You don't necessarily make a ton of money in horse racing unless you do really well, but it'd just be so fun to, to pursue that passion, you know? It's exciting. That's fun. For sure. All right. Very good. So yeah, definitely sounds like you've had a, a very enjoyable life with lots of different experiences. So, so that's yeah. good. And, it, and, it, and what it enabled me to do, Todd, is meet tons of people from different parts of the world, if you will, and, you know, different industries that, you know, they wouldn't normally cross over. And it's just exciting. I've learned an awful lot and uh, I've just had fun through the whole thing. Yeah. It's been great. Sure. And that's what it's all about, right? We work hard so that we can have a lot of fun doing it and whatever we really want to do, basically. Yeah. And I'm still friends literally with, uh, you know, a good amount of the people from my first company on and every single place I've ever worked and every single company I've built, I'm good friends with just about all those people, you know, not that I'm not friends with anybody, but some we just lose touch with, but I, you know, I love that. I think that's the best thing in the world. For sure. For sure. Life is really has a lot to do with connections and relationships. I mean, that's sure what does. Amazon Wholesale is all about, building relationships with brands and suppliers and things like that. I love the wholesale model. Absolutely. Same here. Now, before we get into funding uh, the wholesale model, uh, earlier before we started recording, we were talking about morning routines and the importance of having a morning routine. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your thoughts on that? Sure. I see, you know, I, I've always had a little bit of a morning routine, but about 10 or 15 years ago, I started um, a, a specific mortgage morning routine. I get up at 530 in the morning. I grab my coffee. I come to my desk. I'm not looking at email. What I do is I put pictures of my parents who have passed away, my grandparents, some of my aunts and uncles, you know, people that are uh, my in-laws who have also passed. And I put them on my desk. And I have my own little conversation with them. And I think of each one of them. And I'm, I, it's very easy to do is look at each one and think of something you're grateful about. Mm-hmm. And you start thinking about memories from when you're four years old, as crazy as that may sound, or when you're 10 years old and th- things that were just fun in your life. And this uncle who used to do this and, you know, and you can look at them and just say thank you. And it starts the day off wonderfully. And then from there, and I just keep it on my desk is, I don't know if you can see this, but the five minute journal. And, you know, so in here are all my pictures and uh, the five minute journal is just a simple way to organize it and make it easy to, you know, have a, a, a morning gratitude session. So it's three things that you're grateful for, three things that will make today great. 
mm-hmm. and a statement, I am. And that could be, I am excited for today, or it could be, I'm a little flat, but I'm going to work my ass off to get back up. You know, whatever it might be, or, you know, I, I'm not happy with the way that this week has gone so far. So today's going to be my best day yet, or I'm kicking ass and I'm going to continue to kick ass, whatever it might be. It could be just like, I'm happy. I love my life, whatever it might be. It's a statement. It takes a few minutes to do. It's wonderful. And the book just keeps you organized with it. And it's just wonderful. And so from there, I do uh, some maybe 15 minutes of stretching, yoga kind of stuff. And then I either go to the gym and I do HIIT training, you know, high intensity interval training. Or at home, I have a, uh, uh, a um, uh, infrared sauna. So I'm either going to the gym or I'm in the sauna. And in the sauna, I'm listening to a podcast and learning something in the world, whatever it might be, whatever hits me that day. So for the first three hours of my day, it's mind, body, spirit. And then I come back in ready to go and I dig in. I'm excited for the day. I can't wait for the day. It's not like I'm starting off slow. I'm starting off fast. So it's, that's my morning routine. It's, it works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm right there with you on the morning routine. Mine, mine's relatively similar. I, I get up about five fifty. I want to move that to five thirty. Slacker. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. So I get up around five fifty. Get my coffee. Go sit by the fireplace and read a chapter in whatever book I'm reading at the time. And nice. then I also do about fifteen minutes of yoga. And then about 30, 40 minutes of some kind of exercise. Right now, I'm into this boxing routine and stuff, which is a lot of fun. Um, and then, you know, from there, have breakfast, take shower, all that great stuff and get to work. And it really does make a difference. It just really prepares for the day. You feel good. You're motivated. You're ready to go. Your body is good. And yep. it makes a huge difference. And I really wanted to talk about it. I, you brought it up and I thought it would be great to talk about because, you know, it's really hard to build a successful business if you don't have yourself straightened out first and have some kind of game plan going on and some kind of routine. Absolutely. You know, my mother, before she passed, she would, you know, for many, many, many years, you know, I would talk to her pretty much every day. And she would, you know, I had all these different businesses going at different times. She never knew what I was doing. And she would, you know, she would inherently know when I was stressed, you know, as all of our parents would know when we are stressed. And, you know, being an entrepreneur, there's a lot of stressful times. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, she would say to me, what are you reading? Have you worked out? And how's your diet? What are you eating these days? And she would just ask me these simple questions. And then she'd always finish up with, take an extra vitamin C. (laughs) But it was great advice. You know, read something positive. Read something that's motivational for yourself that you're going to learn. So get your mind going. You know, are you doing, are you working out? Are you exercising? Because if you're not, the stress is just going to keep building. You got to, you got to do those things. And you have to eat healthy. If you're eating like shit, like typically, you know, if you're, you know, stressed and you're working too hard, what do most people do? They drink more coffee. Mm-hmm. No, cut back on the coffee. Change it. Cut back on the coffee. Coffee is not going to keep you up. That's just going to make you jittery. There's better ways to do it. And, you know, so anyway, that's the advice my mom would give you. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's super important to, to have that 
in your in your lifestyle and and working on yourself as well as your business. And Absolutely. it might sound like, well, you're doing all that stuff and you're losing like three hours in the morning that you could be working, but in reality, you get so much more done when you feel better. You really do. You know, so stay with that. If anybody has that thought in their mind, try this exercise. It's very simple. You know, email. Email is the easiest example. So if you sat in front of your computer for, you know, three hours in the morning, you know, from nine to 12, answering all the emails, reading this article, answering more emails and so forth, that's what you would get done in three hours. But if you didn't do that and you came back at at quarter to 12, 20 to 12, and you only had 20 minutes to do it, you would get it all done in 20 minutes. 100%, I guarantee you, you'd get it all done probably in 10 minutes, but I'm giving you 20. So you wasted two and a half, two two hours and 40 minutes, uh, really just wasting it, you know, on, on stuff that's not that important. So try it yourself, and I guarantee you that works. Yep. A task will expand to the time that you allow it. That's exactly right. You're 100% right. You said it much better than me. Like in school, right? You got a report to do and you got two weeks to do it. You wait till the last day and then you just get it all done real fast. And you get it done. You It always gets done. Yeah. So, you, you know, I say that to my wife. Well, you know, we have this, this. I said, relax. It'll all get done. <laughs> Not a problem. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Very good. So, accrue me. Tell us yes. more about uh, what you guys do and how it can help me grow my business. Sure. It, this is kind of mind-blowing for people. I have to tell you that people, you know, when they hear this, it's something different that they've never heard, but it's a, in, in my you know, prejudiced way of thinking, it's the best way to grow your business and to gain capital to grow your business. So here, just think of it this way. If I told you, I will double your capital with no interest, no required monthly payments, and no loss of ownership. You'd say, come on, what's the catch? This is crazy. You know, it's insane. You know, it, it, what people say is it sounds too good to be true. And we laugh every time because it does sound too good to be true, but it's all true. So what do we get? We get a small percentage of profits for as long as you use our money. So you can't lose. We set it up so that you can't lose. So we're not looking at your credit report. We're not you know, digging your credit report in any way. We're not looking at your financials. We're not asking you to sign a personal guarantee. So wait, who's taking the risk here? We're giving you the money. We're not re- charging you any interest. We're not requiring you to make monthly payments. We're not taking any ownership in your business. Mm-hmm. Kind of reverse the risk. Instead of like a bank loan where you're taking the risk, we're taking the risk. And so you're able to use our money to grow your business. So why would we do that? So very simply, we have the belief in Amazon sellers, for the most part, that you're going to do great. And if you had the capital to grow, you would do even better. And then even more, because we'll give you more money. We'll keep giving you more money as you're growing. So why would we want you to pay us back every month and hurt your growth? Mm-hmm. monthly payments is not going to help you to grow. So we let you keep that money and we'll let whatever portion of the profits we earn, we'll let it accrue. So if we give you $10,000 and we earn $500, you could pay us the 500. We're happy with that. Or next month, 
where we our investment is basically ten thousand five hundred. Okay, it's very simple. And then, so here, if you think about it, if you're in a growth mode, you're going to be able to grow your business because you'll have the funding to do it. But then, what happens? We all know how it works. You're going to end up, you know, for some months to be flush with cash because they're not going to be months where you're going to be growing, you know, rapidly. So when you have cash sitting in the bank, kind of makes sense just to pay us down. So if we earned $500, pay us the $500. We, we gave you $10,000. Maybe you're going to send us $2,000 and bring us down so we earn a smaller percentage of the profit and you have more money to grow. And when you're ready to grow, it's very simple. It just works. That's what we do. So I, I think probably the biggest question out there is like, okay, yeah, it all sounds great, but what are you going to do? Take like 50% of my profits? Yeah. So, so imagine this. Let's say you had $10,000 and you were earning a 20% return. Okay. I'm just going to use that as a number. I don't care what the number is. doesn't matter. So $2,000. And, and now I gave you another $10,000. You could, you know, pretty reasonably you'll earn $2,000 on that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's reasonable. So what would we get? So we're equal partners, right? You have fifty. You have $10,000. We have $10,000. We're 50-50. Whatever our percentage of capital is, cut it in half. So we get 25% of the profit. You get 75. Mm-hmm. So there's now you earn $2,000 on your own. With us, you earned $4,000. We got $1,000. You got $3,000. So your ROI just went from 20% to 30% with no additional risk on you. Mm-hmm. You didn't take on any additional risk. It's not a bank loan. It's not debt. You didn't lose ownership. But you just literally went from 20% to 30%. Yep. That's it. If we represent 20% of the, the capital, so you have $8,000 and we give you $2,000, right? So we're 20%. We get 10% of the profit. And it changes every month. And we monitor it. We have a system that does it. And you'll be logged into the system. You see it every day. And that's the way it works. It's really, really basic. It's very, very simple. But you just haven't heard, you know, I say you, but, you know, people just haven't heard it enough. Mm -hmm. You know, lending has been around for 2,000 years. If I said to my uh, interest rate is X and my payment is, is that and my term is this, you'd understand. Here, it's a little bit different. It's much, much better. Again, we're taking on the risk as opposed to you. We're giving you the money to grow whenever you want to grow, whenever you can grow. And, and you pay it, pay us when it's right for you and your business, not pay us when it's wrong for your business. So I'll give you an example. Let's say you took out a loan today. You know, nothing against Amazon. They're, they're great with as far as their lending and everything, not a problem. But let's say you took out an Amazon loan today for $100,000. And you'd pay it back roughly $10,000 a month. It's like $9,000 a month, but we'll leave it at 10. Come September, when you want to grow, you're going to have like $30,000 left. And when you're trying to grow, you're still going to be taking money out of your profits and sending them $10,000 a month when you need to grow your business. That doesn't make sense to me. With us, if you took $100,000 from us, And then like, let's say three or four months from now, you might say, you know, we're flush with cash. Here's $20,000. That's great. Terrific. But now, or you're growing and growing and growing. You're not taking money out of your business to send to us. And come September, 
your business is not, you don't have $100,000 in your business. Now, because remember, we put a, gave you 100000 Now you have $240,000 because you have these big profits in your business. You can keep growing. And you don't have to take money out when you need to, need to grow. You're going to have a big, big, big business much quicker than you ever could on your own, by far. Not even, there's nothing else that can come close to this. Nothing. Yep. And I've, done, I've run all the numbers. Yeah, a lot of people are afraid to, to take money and things like that. But a lot of times it can be very beneficial to grow your business. Like you said, if you're, in, if you're growing super fast, yeah. a lot of businesses fail because they run out of money. Not necessarily because they're not doing well, they're not profitable, but perhaps they're just growing too fast and they run out of cash to be able to keep paying the bills. We see it all the time. And so, you know, with, with wholesale, you know, I've heard this from so many people and I think it's, it's true and you'll know better than me, but when you start in wholesale, you have enough money to start, whatever that number is, whether it be a thousand dollars or $20,000, whatever the number is, but it's enough money to start, Mm -hmm. but you don't have enough suppliers. You don't have the product. So now you're out there working your ass off and you're figuring out and you start getting the suppliers. And before long, it might take four to six months. You have enough good suppliers, but now you need more money because you you can't fulfill these orders. And you have the opportunity all over the place, but you need the capital to grow. That kind of a seller is perfect for us. And, And so go back to your thought that people, you know, are, you know, sometimes concerned about you know, taking money, additional money. Well, this is different. Again, if you're borrowing money, it's scary. I don't care who you are. You're, if you're using credit cards or you're borrowing, you know, that bill comes every month. And when you have bad months, that's really, really rough. Mm-hmm. Or if you're using your credit cards and now, you know, your husband or wife says, uh, you know, at Christmas time, hey, let's take the kids to Disney. Uh, the credit cards are maxed out right now. You know, I've got everything on inventory on the credit cards. You know, we got to stay local. You know, that's not a fun conversation either. So with us, it's a matter of taking the money when you have these opportunities, grow your business when you have the opportunities. And when you don't, when you're flush with cash, it's in your best interest. Pay us down. Our percentage of profit comes down. Everybody wins. Yep. So we don't have to tell you to pay us. It's just in your best interest. Yeah. And if you're carrying a balance on those credit cards, that'll, that'll beat you up and destroy your personal credit real fast. Well, you know, nobody starts out thinking they're going to do that. Mm-hmm. Everybody starts out saying, well, I'm going to use these credit cards to grow my business, which makes no sense in my mind anyway, because you're using short-term credit for a long-term purpose. But that's a whole nother story. But they're all saying... But don't worry, honey, I'm going to pay these off every month. And then one month, I've seen it too many times, and I got there as well at one point. One month, didn't have the money to pay it all. So, all right, so I was, you know, $2,000 in, in the hole, but I'm going to pay that off in two weeks. And in two weeks, I pay that $2,000. Okay, I'm good. But now I only have two weeks to pay this month. It doesn't happen. And it flows into the next month. And now it's not 2000 it's 4000 or 5000 And before you know it, it's fifty or sixty or 70000 And you, I don't care who you are, you're going to have a hard time sleeping. Mm. It's just the way, way it is. That's dangerous. The way we're doing it is not like that. You know, if, if, I'll give you a great example. 
in everybody's mind last year when coronavirus hit and you know the deal when amazon said nope you can't send that in unless it's you know whatever the the you know specific items whatever it was the required items uh we had clients uh mainly on private label who went from making a really tremendous profits month after month and then comes march and april and may and because they couldn't send any product in they had you know no profit or losses they didn't make any payments they didn't have to take any money out of their pocket or out of their business and they didn't owe us anything either mm-hmm. we didn't earn anything so we're on the same side of the table as you when you're making money we're making money when you're not we're not yeah. end of the story so we, you know we we all we want to see is for you to do well and when you do well we do well and truthfully from our sellers the best thing in the world they should do is look at us and say hey accrue me i want you to do well because if we do well they're killing it yeah yeah you know, it's just it's the way it works Fine. yeah for sure it's not like a bank so how are you guys going about uh, determining what profit is yeah great question perfect so you know the two big questions is what's profit and what's capital so uh, i'll start with profit uh, so profit is very simple and in wholesale is even more simple than in some other ways but um, profit is your revenue from Amazon less your cost of goods sold less all the Amazon fees including PPC that's what we consider profit so okay. if you're paying your car lease we don't consider that part of the deal you right. know uh, but that's that's that so if where this doesn't work is in the sellers with you know 10 million dollars a year in sales and they have their own warehouse with 30 people working in it all those expenses don't count so they typically are not a good client for us you know they love our model but i know you know instantly it's not going to work but for everybody else it really works really really well uh, so that, that's what profit is you know i think you'd agree on that mm-hmm. uh, capital you know what do we consider capital it's very simple again it's what do you have in at Amazon in inventory at cost plus whatever is due from Amazon add those two numbers together and that's capital okay that's how much money you have in the business if you've uh, if if you've sent uh, money to a supplier and that money's inbound to Amazon we count that as well and that that inventory is inbound to Amazon we count that as well uh, we count the due from Amazon as soon as it's due from Amazon so that changes every day as you know and if you think about it we're basically providing you money on that so it's like that um uh basically getting that money in advance if you will mm-hmm. you know that two week gap we're basically giving it to you you know really for no cost on that time yep all right very good so that that is good uh, come on Todd crazy yeah you got to say that's great man that's <laughs> yeah for <laughs> sure i i love the way the interests align that's a really good thing So so our first team meeting when we put this all together and again this this has never been done before this is out of the blue this is from scratch this is sitting over a lunch table brainstorming for hours and hours and hours how to do this and how to do it right and we had a, a simple um uh premise that we wanted to do things where we're totally in alignment with the seller 
And so our first team meeting, we put this whole thing together and we feel really good about it. And, you know, we're excited. And we put a team together and we sit down in a conference room and I start the meeting off and I swear to God, I start the meeting off with uh, guys. I just want to let you know, if you ever come up with an idea and you will, and you come to me and you say, Don, you know, we can make more money if we do X. I don't even want to talk to you. I don't even want to know about it. If you come to me and say, our sellers can make more money if we do X, then the door is open. Then we want to have that conversation because all we should think about is how our sellers can make more money. We don't have to think about ourselves. If the sellers make more money, we make more money. It's very simple. So that's our premise of the whole company. All right. Very good. I like it. It's uh, it's definitely something that people can use, if especially if you're growing fast. You know, it's for whenever you can grow. You know, if you're growing, even if you're not growing super fast, but you're growing at a, a reasonable rate, terrific. But when all of a sudden, so you're growing, all right, you're at $5,000 a month in sales. And now you're growing your 7,000 and 10,000 and you feel really good. But now, because you've done so well, this supplier comes to you and says, hey, Todd, I want you to be exclusive on this product line. Here are the numbers. And it's a killer. It's a great product line. But you got to buy $40,000 a month. You know, you can't do it. But if you had the money to do it, you could take advantage of those opportunities when they come. And when you're going to a supplier and you're saying, look, you know, I don't have $10,000, I've got $20,000 and I'm turning that over twice a month. So I can, I can buy $40,000 in a month. That's a different story. Or when you're thinking about the products you're buying, instead of buying the you know, $10 products, now you, maybe you're thinking I could buy the $50 products which should have you know, fewer competitors and in many cases, better margins. So there's, it opens up new opportunities. Money is the key to this. There's no, you know, there's no question in my mind. You have to know what you're doing. You have to have good guidance and all of that. But, uh, and you have to work hard. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's no kidding around here. You know, Amazon, being an FBA seller is not like, oh, I'm a seller, I'm gonna make a fortune. No, you gotta get up in the morning and kick ass every day. Yep. And I've seen I've seen people do it where they thought it was just a, you know, a, a switch and the money comes in. It does not work that way. You have to work hard. Yeah. And it's interesting. You mentioned the, the 40,000. I, I have an, an opportunity that will be coming here soon. Hopefully I reached out to uh, a supplier to buy direct from them. Um, and she comes back and says, uh, yeah, you can buy direct, but you got to meet these terms where the first order has to be a $50,000 truckload and then at least four purchases throughout the year. And I said, yeah, I can do that. I don't necessarily have 50,000 just laying around, but I can figure that out if I need to. And so I'm waiting for the, uh, the salesperson to give me a call. That's great. We'll see if we can move forward with that. But yeah, those opportunities come up. And if you don't have that cash in the bank, it can be beneficial to say, maybe reach out to you guys and say, hey, can I get 50,000, buy this stuff, and I'll pay you back as soon as I can. Yeah, you're better off having a relationship and growing. And maybe you have 20,000 or 30,000 and you take 10,000 from us for a period of time and you get comfortable. Well, maybe it's even, you know, 10 is the lowest that we'll go. 
but uh, you know, you get comfortable with it and, you know, you pay it back if you want or, or don't, if you want, that's fine. Uh, or pay it back when it's right for you. But then when you have that opportunity and let's say you had 30,000 and we gave you 10,000. So now you have 40 and now you have this opportunity you're talking about right now. And you come to us and say, Hey, we need another 10,000. It would be in your account in an hour, literally in an hour. That's how easy it is. You know, it takes a little bit to get started. Like it might take a week to 10 days to actually get the deal done. But uh, once we're working with you, in an hour, we can put money into your account. Mm -hmm. So you can be so confident when you're talking to these suppliers. It, it, it changes the game. You know, as, 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 as a seller working with suppliers, your confidence level is really important. You know, you're getting on the phone knowing that you have this behind you. It changes the game. It changes the way you're going to talk. It changes the way that they hear you. So, you know, I don't want to be a dead, dead horse, but that's just the way it is. Yep. No, 100%. So 10000 is the lowest you'll go. So to get started with you guys, do they need to at least have like 10000 in inventory or something like that? Or how do you decide what's too small uh, to get started? So, you know, Ton, I got to tell you, we're, we're told by we're, we have $100 million to put out on the street. And, you know, to Amazon sellers uh, and from our investment bankers on down, everybody says, why are you doing anything less than $100,000? It's going to be too difficult. And they're right. But I put my foot down on it. I swear to you. And initially I said, no, we want to help the small guy. And initially we went down as low as $5,000, but it became a little bit too difficult. So now we've increased it just to $10,000. So by 10,000, meaning you have to have inventory at cost plus money due from Amazon and maybe cash if you want. And if you're sh just shy of 10,000, we're not going to kill you. You know, we, we're here to help you. We're not here to hurt you. So if there's a, a compelling reason, just put it on the table. We're happy to, you know, look at it and try to help you if we can. You know, we want to do deals. We don't want to, you know, say no. Um, but yeah, that's how, that's as low as I will go right now. And, you know, we're trying to help the small guy as well as the big guy. All right. Very good. Yeah. Now, is it something that, uh, so let's say I don't need the money right now, but maybe I will in the near future. Can they get a hold of you guys, go through that process, get set up, uh, not take the money now, but when they're ready, you know, call you guys up and say, okay, I need 50,000. Yeah, pretty much. Sure. So, uh, you know, the process is, is to go on our website, accrueme.com, and there's a calculator on there. And the calculator, it just asks for a few inputs, very simple, and it'll show you how much money you would make with us versus on your own. And it also shows what our um, uh, profit participation would be over time. And now, as crazy as this is going to sound, as your business grows, and it will grow, your business gets bigger and bigger and bigger, we become a smaller and smaller percentage of the business. Mm -hmm. It's organically, that's the way it works, because you get so much more of the profit. Just think about it. If you left 75% in, and all we left in was the 25% that we earned, and that's at the max, the next month, you wouldn't represent 50%, you might represent 54%. And we're 46%. So we'd get 23% of the profit. And the next month, less and less. As you get bigger and bigger, 
we're a smaller and smaller piece. So yeah, you can go on the on on the site, uh, check out the calculator. There's a button for you know um, uh, get a funding proposal now or whatever it says. It's right there. It's obvious. Get a funding. And all it does, yeah, it, it get funded. That's right. And all it does is ask you about ten questions. It's simple. It takes you know two to three minutes to answer it, and then it automatically sends you back a proposal uh, with a rough estimate of what we think we can do. And it asks for the MWS token so that we can actually see what your inventory is. We can't touch it or change it or anything. We just see your inventory. Mm -hmm. We get your cost per unit. And then we can give you a firm proposal, exactly what it is. And then we go over it line by line with every detail covered. We don't push anybody. We take our time with people. It's typically two to three phone calls that we have because we want to make sure everybody fully understands this. This is new. It's different. It's not something that you've heard before. So we want to take our time. We want to make sure that you understand it, that you're comfortable. We never want you to get involved and then say, oh, I didn't know that. You know, that's that's not good for anybody. So it's all about, you know, getting comfortable and that's it. That's the way it works. It's a very simple process. So yeah, if you went through that process and we did everything uh, and now, you, but you don't need the money today. All right. All the, everything would be signed. Everything would be ready. And now a month goes by or two months go by. We'll stay in touch with you and you'll stay in touch with us. But now you have the opportunity and you come back and say, hey, look, I know you guys approved us for 10,000, but can we take out five? I'm sure we would say yes. And you, because you have enough um, uh, inventory and such there. Yeah, all right, so you have $10,000 now, you want five, all right, we'll give you five. And now, you know, a month, two months, three months later, you might need the next five. All good. You know, again, we're here to help. If we can do it, we want to do it. So one requirement, two requirements is uh, that you're in business for six months, that you're doing FBA for six months, and that you're an LLC. Mm -hmm. And the reason for an LLC is because as an LLC, we can change the LLC agreement to make us a new member, a new um, uh, type of member. So we can be what we term the profit share member. You're the equity member. Mm -hmm. So you own 100% of the business. We only earn a percentage of profits. So when our money is out of the business, we are null and void. We're gone. There's nothing left. So it's all yours. We don't have a 1% or 2% or anything like that. Where if you had a corporation, we would have to own a percentage of the business. Okay. And we don't want to get in your pocket. So just last thing on this, we've had plenty of people that have an S Corp. And all you do is you, you form an LLC and the S Corp owns the LLC 100%. It's, it's very, it takes about two days to do. Okay. All right. Good to know. Yeah. Um, so... You mentioned that uh, as an affiliate for you guys, I yes. could get $500 for people signing up, or I could give that to the people signing Correct. up. So I definitely would prefer to give that to the listeners uh, who do decide to use you guys. So you're a good man. How can they take advantage of that opportunity? Basically get a free 500 bucks. So here's what you need to do. When you go on our site, and you fill out the, the form, which again, takes two to three minutes. It, there's a section on comments. It says, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Just mention that, that you were referred by Todd 
or the entrepreneurs, uh, adventure entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs adventure. Uh, adventure. Either way, we'll know exactly where it came from. And when, when we fund you, we will give you an extra $500 to buy inventory. You know, you don't have to buy at that moment, but you know, $500 to buy inventory that you never have to pay back. It's yours. It just increases your capital in the business. All right. Flat out. That's very nice. And we didn't talk about this beforehand, by the way, just so everybody listens. Uh, we did not talk about this. We just I, you know, mentioned it in writing before the podcast and we had not have, had a conversation. So this is a nice surprise. Very yeah. cool. For sure. For sure. I figure if I can help other sellers out there, that's why I'm doing the podcast. Other people helped me and that's great. give them back. So you're a good man. All right. Awesome. So accrueme.com. Uh, yep. Final words of wisdom or things that we should talk about before we wrap up here? You know, um, uh, what I would say to people is look me up on, on LinkedIn. Connect with me on LinkedIn. I don't, you know, I'm not one of these people that put blocks in the way of communicating. Uh, on LinkedIn, it's my full name, Donald Hennig, H-E-N-I-G. My email is simple, Don at accrueme.com. Or just go to our site. And when you put it in that Todd referred you, we're going to look to set up a phone call and I'm going to do everything I can. You know, I'm going to almost 100% of the time be on that call and, you know, just reiterate everything and make sure that you're comfortable. So those are the, those are the things. All right. That's what we do. Good, John. I appreciate you uh, coming on the show. I think we got a lot of valuable information in here and a way for people to, to get funding when they need it. Sounds great, Todd. Thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thanks. You have a great one. I will. You too. This has been another episode of the Entrepreneur Adventure Podcast. Thanks for listening, fellow entrepreneur. And always remember, success is yours if you take it.